0: Hallelujah! If you're thankful, one more time, shout with a voice of thankfulness this morning.
1: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yeah! Oh,
0: Lord, I oh, I think the Lord likes that. If you're thankful this morning, shout and give God give God some praise right now. Or today. Somebody shout amen. Yeah. So Anyone thankful, thankful to be able to be here today?
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. So good to see you here today. Thankful for this wonderful church that we have. A wonderful group of people, a wonderful God oh, that we serve. God, Amen. Today's this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, and I uh, want to give honor to anyone that has served in the military, first responders today. And uh, this is just a good day to celebrate and to remember uh, those that have. Served this country, and some of them, many of them, paid the ultimate sacrifice. And it was love that did that. Jesus said, No greater love than a man would lay down his life for a friend. And uh, so I think it's good that we remember those in the military. Pray for them today. At some point today, pray for our military. Pray for those that are on the front lines. Pray for our first responders law enforcement and what have you, but God would keep his hand upon them. Amen. amen. We serve an awesome God that, <clears throat> that can do anything It's yes, already amen. been said. Amen. And uh, uh, I'm thankful for what for Brother uh, Cavendish's testimony this morning. We prayed, Brother Nichols and I, we anointed his hand Wednesday night right there and and I, I typically pray with my eyes closed. I just kind of me. Well, I'm custom, and you don't you don't have to keep close your eyes or open your eyes. You just have faith and pray in Jesus' name, I guess. But I typically close my eyes, and it felt like someone jumped on the platform right here while we were praying. And, yeah. and after service, I asked my wife. I said, "Did somebody jump on the platform while we were praying for for Matt?" No? I said, I said, you sure? Because I felt the whole platform go like that. I thought, I don't mean, Brother Nichols and I aren't the smallest guys in the room. And I, it felt like one of us just jumped and landed as hard as we could. I mean, I felt the whole platform do that. And I, I asked him, I said, did you guys feel that? No. I felt it. And I, I thought somebody was... Shouting, or you know, sometimes people just take off shouting. And it, you know, every, look out, man! It's like a bull in a china cabinet. Sometimes people, and that's just sisters. No, I'm just kidding. You thought I was gonna say a name, huh? I like Praise God! And so, since no one saw anyone jump on the platform, something happened up here on the platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen yeah. And uh, I just trust in God for conti- complete healing in Jesus' yeah. name. Yes. in Jesus' name. God can. Yes, he can, in His will, His way, His time, we know He can. With God, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. It feels so good in here today. my goodness. Yeah. Amen. If you're a guest today, we just want to welcome all of you here today. And we are absolutely thrilled to see you. Yes. And we're also thrilled to see our most of our church family. Some not here today, but uh, good to see everybody here in the house of the Lord. Amen. God is so good to us. And we love him. Amen. It's good to have Ricardo Juarez with us. God bless you. Amen. Good to have you with us this morning. Amen. <laughs> man and uh gilbert and the family good to have you and uh hector and petra also always good to see you guys and good to have and i'll just say uh, you know, tim and i've already mentioned it but man glad you're here Amen. and uh just glad you guys are
1: here
0: <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> brother tim's no stranger to the pentecost and uh, We've known each other, I guess, a long, long time. We won't. That doesn't mean we're getting old. It just means we've known each other a long time. I'm older than he is, so we're not going to go there. Amen. And uh, Praise God. Good to see y'all again today. Jonathan. Good young man right here. West High Viking. <laughs> good to have y'all. Isn't God good?
1: Yes, he is.
0: Amen. We are trying to uh, practice somewhat, as best we can, social distancing. Uh, they put, believe it or not, some thought into putting the little white tags on the little squares on the chairs and trying to, and you know, we had overflow back there if anybody wanted to kind of really stay away from anyone. And uh, we have masks back there. And uh, if you want to wear a mask, you're welcome to. You're not going to scare me. So... Wear a mask if you want to. Um, But we are trying to practice social distancing, so we're trying to limit meet and greet. But it is hard, I know. and Sometimes I've I've just been doing this to people because I I forget. I'm so used to shaking hands and giving a hug, and I forget. So if I do that, and you don't want to shake hands, just... I won't be offended. (laughs) And so uh, we we have some that... uh, have had health issues, and so we tried to reserve some spaces specifically, kind of in the back and all the sides, and the wings on both sides. And, and uh, if you are in that group and you would you need a a spot that we can try to reserve and really keep away from, we will do our best to make all the accommodations that we can. Uh, we want our people to stay healthy. <clears throat> and uh, it's really, if you think about it, I mean, I, and I know the numbers don't bear out the the fear. Uh, but, you know things there's a lot of things that are contagious i mean the the virus is is just one of many viruses that are out there there's the influenza virus that has been around for a long time you know so uh, it's called the flu and maybe not as serious i'm not trying to downplay covid 19 it's very serious if someone gets that but uh, there's a lot of viruses so maybe uh Good hygiene and not getting in people's faces and using a lot of hand sanitizer is not a bad thing, and it's probably a good thing uh, to to be at any time to to try to use some uh, common sense and health, try to be healthy. And that's okay, and uh, so I'm not offended if you don't want to shake hands, or, uh, and, uh, but I, I apologize. Sometimes I do forget, and I just Oh, sorry. So that being said, <laughs> good to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen, yeah. hey, I hope I just didn't kill it. man, the Holy Ghost is moving up here. Praise God. man, I'm thankful for what the Lord has done in my life. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. God, and this is, man, I think this is the first time we've had this many of our church family together in a couple months, and this is awesome, yes, 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 this is great, and I know there's, there's still some that are, are um, trying to play us safe, and that's fine, we understand, and some not able to be here this morning, and, but we are here. God is here, and I am thankful to be in the house of the Lord today. Praise God. My goodness. I love the songs that they have sung today. I love everything that's been said. And it kind of goes to what I felt to talk about for a few minutes. Typically, this young people are already in Sunday school right now. And so they, they have to endure a pastor this morning. And so I, I will try to be mindful of the time. I know most kids' attention span is not much shorter than adults, I found out. And uh squirrel. Squirrel. And uh that's not just that's not just kids, by the way. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm you know, I'm an educator, most of y'all know that. And uh I have found that teachers, as I, you know, I have been, I guess I'm still a teacher, or I guess I could have let y'all set you free a minute ago, huh? I, I found that teachers typically um, demonstrate the same behaviors, just amplify that their kids do. <laughs> in our staff meetings, I'll know the teachers, they come in and they first sit in the back. Our teachers do not like students to be on their cell phones, but then during the class time, the teachers will be over there in their... Teachers don't like kids to be late to their class, but then teacher shows up late. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know why. I, that, I have no idea why I just said all that, other than <laughs> say that sometimes the kids' behavior and adult behavior is not that far apart. So I will be mindful of the time today, uh, but I do feel like I have some verses and some, a couple things I, I feel to share this morning on this day, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I'm thankful for what God has done in my life. I'm thankful for what he, how He has saved me and what He's done, and, and I'm sure you are as well. So we're going to go to the book of Joshua, chapter 4. The book of Joshua, chapter 4, verse number 1. Joshua, that's the Old Testament, by the way. We're going to go to the Old Testament to talk about the New Testament. Is that all right? I, I do that a lot. I, I reference the Old Testament probably more than I do the New Testament as far as types and shadows and setting precedent in Scripture because everything in the Old Testament points to Christ and everything in the New Testament points to Christ. So they ba- basically point to the same focal point. Amen. Praise God.
1: Joshua
0: uh, chapter 4,
1: verse number 1. And
0: it came to pass when all the people were clean. (laughs) Passed over Jordan. Now, you have to understand the symbolism here because the Jordan River represents... The past wilderness past mistakes into newness of life we're going to talk about in a minute how jesus was baptized as our example in the river jordan jordan represents a type of baptism we are baptized in jesus name and when we rise again it's resurrection resurrecting power we rise in newness of life the bible says behold all things are become new we are baptized in jesus name so that our soul is clean So it says that when they were clean passed over Jordan, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Take you twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe, and command ye them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones. And you shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you shall lodge this night. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had prepared of the children of Israel out of every tribe of man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan and take you up, every man of you, a stone upon his shoulder. According unto the number of tribes, there's 12 tribes in Israel, of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign, everybody say a sign, among you that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, there's going to come a time when your children are going to ask you about these 12 stones. They're going to ask you, what meaneth ye by these stones? Hey, Dad, what's up with these 12 stones right here? Hey, hey, Grandpa, what's the big deal? I feel the Holy Ghost right now. God, help us raise up a generation that that knows the meaning of the stones. God, help us to raise up a young people, a generation that knows why we do what we do. Why we believe what we believe. Why we baptize in Jesus' name. Why we preach the necessity of receiving the Holy Ghost with the gift of speaking in other tongues. Amen. As the Spirit of God gives the others the gift of the Holy Ghost. Why? What meaneth ye these stones? Then you shall answer them. I'm already preaching my message. That the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it passed over Jordan. And the waters of Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Not just the Old Testament. Forever. The old and the new. You got to go through a spiritual Jordan and come out clean on the other side. If you want to escape bondage of sin... And these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so as Joshua commanded and took up twelve stones out of the midst of Jordan as the Lord spake unto Joshua according to the number of the tribes of children of Israel and carried them over with them unto the place where they lodged and laid them down there. And Joshua set up Twelve stones in the midst of Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests, which bear the ark. So you got to get this. They take twelve out, and they put them on the other side as a memorial, where they're headed, on the other side of Jordan. And by the way, God has divided the the Jordan. He's divided the water. They're walking through on dry ground. And so Joshua takes twelve stones out of the middle, out of the water, to take them over on the other side as a memorial. But he says we're going to leave twelve right here in the middle. Water's going to cover it; it'll never be seen. There are some things you need to leave in the Jordan River. Yeah. And he set twelve stones in the midst of Jordan, the place where the feet of the priests which bear the ark of the covenant stood. So you see, you, you, I'm already preaching, getting way ahead of my notes. But we have a high priest. That was baptized for our example in the River Jordan. In the same place, the Bethabara, the place of passage. 1,400 years later, Jesus is baptized in this very same place. And there were some 12, there were 12 stones that were laid at the feet of the high priest beholding the Ark of the Covenant. Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of Jordan, the place where the feet of the priests bare the ark of the covenant stood, and they are there unto this day. For the priests which bare the ark stood in the midst of Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord commanded Joshua to speak unto the people according to all that Moses commanded Joshua, and the people hastened and passed over. He said, we're going to stand right here until some things are buried here in the middle, until we set up a memorial of what God has done in our life. And they crossed into the promised land. The 12 stones were the sign as a memorial of the promise. (laughs) Brother Aguilar, would you pray for this, the remainder of the service for me, for this church right now. Would you pray over this message today? Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Bless you. You may be seated this morning. Praise God. Amen. You probably want a title. I could give you a couple titles. You can pick whichever one you like the best back there at the AV. Amen. You could go with the Memorial Day of the Church. I like that. Amen. I've preached something along. I've used this text before. Uh, At least once, I know. I look back at my notes. I know I've preached this once before. I think I hit this last year. And. uh, but uh, if you want another title, I just ask, "What meaneth these stones?" Amen. What meaneth these stones? Praise God. So take your pick, whichever one you like best. Amen. Run with that one. And if you come up with a better one, you can share it with me later, and I'll write it down if you ever preach this again. <clears throat> Amen. But Joshua said to the people of God that uh, you need to take twelve stones out of the Jordan River for a memorial. A memorial. That word memorial comes from the Hebrew word zikron. It means a memorial day. They just sang about it a few minutes ago. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I remember the day. Amen. I remember getting baptized in some cold water. Amen. In Jesus' name, I remember receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I I remember dedicating and really consecrating as a teenager. Amen. And Just kind of a new freshness of dedication. As a young man, as a teenager at senior camp, amen. I remember the day. I, I remember Brother Jerry Dean preaching a message, amen. And when I was 15 years old, that impacted me at senior camp. I remember the message that Brother Larson preached at senior camp. said, give me some Jesus fans. And I said, I'm, I'm a fan of this team, and I'm a fan of this team, and I like to play ball, and I like, I like to play this, I, I like to play ping pong. I mean, I don't know. I like to play games. And, and, uh, but I said, I'm going to be a Jesus fan more than anything else. Praise God. <clears throat> so I, amen. I, I, I have a testimony, I guess I, I can say. But Joshua said, take these 12 stones out of the Jordan River for a memorial. But we are going to leave 12 stones behind where the feet of the stood that bear the ark. And Israel had come <clears throat> to the Jordan River after wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. A time of preparation. I mentioned the other night that I counted up, I think it's in Numbers 33. There were 40 different places. Uh, They moved 40 different times in those 40 years uh, while they were wandering in the wilderness. And I I thought it made for a good message uh, uh, the other night. But I have found that unfaithful people. (laughs) People that move and move and move. And don't stay planted very long. Typically, don't enter <laughs> or experience the fullness that God has for them. <clears throat> well, hallelujah. <clears throat> I guess you probably ought to listen to Wednesday night message if you didn't catch that. I've, I've told this story before, but some of you haven't heard it, so I'm going to tell it again. There was a, a Boy Scout showed up to his, to his troop meeting. And he was in his uniform, but he was all tore up. He was dirty, scratched all over the, His bandana was ripped. His shirt was torn. And his troop leader looked at him and said, Man, what in the world happened to you? He said, I did my good deed for the day. How'd you get like this? And what is your good deed for the day have anything to do with it? He said, Well, I helped a little old lady cross the street. Well, how come you ended up looking like that? He goes, She didn't want to go. Not everybody wants to cross the Jordan. Not everybody wants a new beginning. I have found one thing, learned one thing. Not everybody wants their life to change. Some people are fine in sin. I mean, they're not fine, but you know what I'm saying. They're happy, they're satisfied. Or they, they don't, they love, the, they love the pleasures of sin more than they love God. And they don't want to change. And, and there's nothing I can do to change their mind they got to come to themselves like the prodigal. Right. I pray God do everything in His power to change their mind. Right. They say, well, you've got, you got to preach people into heaven. Well, I, I can maybe preach somebody to an altar, but they got to decide for themselves whether they're going to live for God. Right. Not everybody wants to cross the Jordan into the promised land. Right. Not everybody wants to live for God. Not everybody wants to take up their cross and follow Him. Right. 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 Well, not everybody wants to go... They even sing songs about it, highway to bad places. <laughs> you laughing because you know the song. I don't want to get on that highway. I want to go to highway to heaven. No, that's in my notes either, but that's just good stuff. I got to hurry. I'm going against the kids' uh, 12 minutes. <laughs> But Israel had some things that they needed to bury. They need to put under the water. (laughs) They need to get under the blood, if you will. They had some things in their past that they had to submerge. Amen. If you're not baptized in Jesus' name, you need to get baptized in Jesus' name because it will put everything in your past under the blood, (laughs) under the water. And when you come out on the other side, you get to leave it there. That's why we baptize in Jesus' name. That's why we go all the way under the water. Because we're burying some things in our past under the water. Praise God. We're still Pentecostal apostolic. We still preach one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Hadn't changed. The word hasn't changed. The gospel's still the same. Man, I mean, they had people that were clamoring and bickering for 40 years. Huh. Said, we got to bury some things. we got to bury that past. we got to bury some unfaithfulness. we got to bury that. If there, if there be any people without, without faith, they're going to, and they did. And everybody, everybody over 20, they died out there in the wilderness during that 40 years. And there rose a generation. That was ready to go take the promised land. To take what God had already promised them. And there is a promise that's waiting for you on the other side. It's called the promise of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you and to your children. Amen. Forty years of doubt. Had to be buried. Forty years of faithlessness. Had to be buried. 40 years of sin had to be... Hebrews 12 says, Wherefore, seeing we also, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. They were singing about that too. If I shout, no, I'm shouting. If I run, no, I'm running from a past that's been redeemed. If I run, no, that I'm running. I've already crossed the River Jordan. I've already been baptized in Jesus' name. I left that, I'm forgetting those things which are behind. I'm pressing, I'm reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I left my past back there in the River Jordan. I'm only looking forward. I'm only looking ahead to Jesus. I'm not looking back. I got nothing to go back to. It's under the blood. It's under the water. I'm going forward. Ephesians 4, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness, now I'm in the New Testament by the way, I'm preaching to the church here, and true holiness, wherefore, Putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are there's some things you put under the blood, you some things you need to put in if you were a liar before you got baptized, you ought to be a truth speaker after you get baptized. If you were using words you shouldn't be using when you got baptized, you should When I as a kid I, I I had to learn the hard way. There were words that some of them I didn't even know. I just said it because everybody else said it. Until I, my, I got home. And <laughs> my mom and dad found out. And I said something, and then, you know what my mom would do? That's exactly what she would do. How'd you know that? <laughs> She'd take the whole bar. I could almost still taste dial. What was she trying to do? She was washing the mouth to get it out of my heart. When I was baptized in Jesus' name, he put a heart of flesh, not a heart of stone. There's some things that ought to get washed out of people when they go through the water. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Well, Philippians 3.13, I'm trying to hurry. I really am. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. There's some things we left in the water, reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize. Amen. Of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. There's a reward for every one of us that makes it to heaven. And that's heaven it itself. That's being with him. Amen. When I was baptized in Jesus' name, I left some old things back there in the, in the grave. We are buried with him in baptism. That's why we bury people all the way under. Why? Because every time in the New Testament you find they were buried, they were immersed, they went down straight away. They went down unto, into, they went all the way under the water. When you bury somebody, you don't leave a hand sticking out. They bury people in the cemetery. They go six feet under. Six, the representation, the number of man. Man needs to be buried. Hello, the carnal man needs to be buried under the blood of Jesus Christ so that the spiritual man can reign supreme. It's all right. It's good. Look at the elders. It's all right. I hope you say yeah, because I'm in the book. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Jesus said to the, the, actually to a multitude, Matthew 11, he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You come to me uh, burdened and heavy laden, and you got all this weight of sin. He said, But you can come to me, and I'll give you rest. I'll give you peace. I'll give you the Holy Ghost. I'll breathe my spirit into your soul. Amen. I'll take upon. Which he did at Calvary. He shouldered the load at Calvary. He became sin for us so that we could be baptized in his name, rising in newness of life. He paid the price for our sin, but we still have to be baptized in Jesus' name to believe them in that Jordan River, if you will. And if you were baptized in a canal. If you were baptized in a baptistry like we've got, if you were baptized in a beautiful baptistry that maybe one day our church will have, if you were baptized in a river, it doesn't really matter where, it matters how. (laughs) Hello. Amen. Romans 6 and 3. Know you not that so many of us, as we're baptized into Jesus Christ, we're baptized into His death. Therefore, we are buried with Him by baptism. That's how we are buried with Him unto death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father even so we also should walk in newness of life for if we have been planted together in the likeness when you plant something it you bury it if you plant seeds you put the seed it goes under the roots have to go down deep for if you have been planted together in the likeness of his death we were buried in baptism he was put in a tomb we shall also be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Wow, what a promise. Ephesians 4, 24, that, like, that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. 1 Corinthians 6, 11, Know ye not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God, and such were some of you. But you are now washed, you're sanctified, you're justified in the name of the Lord. How was I washed and sanctified? It was in the name of Jesus that I was baptized. Praise God. And by the spirit of the the Lord. We've got the Holy Ghost. God filled me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Revelations 1 and 5. Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Galatians 5 and 1. Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoga. Why would anyone want to go back swimming in that mess? Going out and trying to swim to the bottom of that. And pick up. The things that burned you down in the first place. Oh, man. Well, hello. And they took those 12 stones representing their past, and they left them there. And then they took 12 stones from there, and they put it on the other side of the Jordan River, where they came out the other side as a memorial, as a testament of what God had done for them. He brought us out of bondage. He brought us into the promised land. Praise God. And they put the 12 stones there as a memorial forever. For everyone to always look back and go, what minute these stones? Hey, this is the power of God. This is what God can do. To, he can take your life that was in bondage and set you free. He can bring you out of whatever situation you found yourself in. Amen. And that place that they put those stones, a place called Gilgal. Literally means a circle of stones. That's where circumcision took place, by the way. I'll just leave it at this. Hey, when you come out, there's some things you've got to cut out of your life. And then along 14, about 1,400 years later, same place. We we find John the Baptist preaching. And he says, For I say unto you that God is able, you ready? Same place. Of these stones, same 12. Still there. Of these stones to raise up children of Abraham. That's why we can sing, by the way Father Abraham. Had many sons. Yeah, you know the song. <clears throat> I'm just making sure. So are you. So let's just praise. Right. On. No. That's not. But John went on to say in verse 11, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you. With the Holy Ghost and with fire. Wow. Shoes of redemption. He didn't have the shoes of redemption, but Jesus did. Yes. I can give you a little Bible study about Ruth on that later if you want and talk to you about the shoes. But John one twenty three, John the Baptist is preaching. He says, I'm not, I don't have the shoe of redemption. I, I, I'm baptizing you under repentance, but there's one that's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And in the same, past, same message, he said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Wilderness on one side, promise on the other. There's the water. John was baptizing and saying, hey, here's the, here's the, the baptism, here's the formula, but there's only one that can wash away your sin and get you really to the promised land. I can point you to the water, but you got to be baptized in his name. <laughs> if you want to let the stones, let them down in the water, you you, you got to be baptized in his name. He, he goes on to say, Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah." And they which were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him. They're, they're talking to John the Baptist. He's preaching this message right now. And <clears throat> they said to him, Why baptize, baptizest thou then? if thou be not that christ nor elias neither that prophet. And John answered them saying i baptize with water. <clears throat> but there standeth one among you whom ye know not. He it is who comes who coming after me is preferred before me. And that's a whole message I don't have time, but whose shoes latch it i'm not worthy to unloose. These things were done in Bethabara. That literally means a place of passage. It's the same place they passed over 1400 years before beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. And the next day, John sees Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he, of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Jesus, we know, walked into the Jordan River. Maybe later he became our high priest. And it's in his name we also can go into the Jordan and some leave, some, leave our, our past there when we're baptized in Jesus' name. <clears throat> Amen. The only place of passage from the wilderness into the kingdom of God is baptism in Jesus' name. The only, the only way to get from this life to the next is through baptism in Jesus' name. That's why Jesus told in John chapter 3, Jesus told Nicodemus, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot even see the kingdom of God. I'm thankful I've been born of the water. I was baptized in Jesus' name and the spirit. I received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so I'm getting ready to preach my message. Same chapter of John. John's baptizing. John 1, one of the two which heard John speak, followed him, and was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. And he first finds his own brother, Simon, and he said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him, Andrew, brings his brother, Simon We know him as Peter. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. It's a stone that is a piece of the rock. And it was Peter that... Later, Jesus asked, who do you say I am? Thou art the Christ. He said, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. That was in Matthew 16. And and so Peter is now called a stone. (laughs) Not the stone. He's just one of several stones. That's what that means. Because Jesus is the chief cornerstone. He's the rock upon which the church is built. The rock of revelation of who Jesus is. But there still are some stones that can attest to what God can do. Oh, man. Hello. Matter of fact, it was Peter. who, Who wrote in 1 Peter chapter 2, he said... To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, you also as lively stones. Or build up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him, Jesus, shall not be confounded, Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient whereunto also they were appointed. You better let the stone sit down and, and, and on your sin, or, or the stone is going to fall on you. He went on saying, you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness, out of the wilderness, into his marvelous light. There's no other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. I went on to say, though, that there are precious stones that are built, that are part of the fabric. We are fitly framed together. John described heaven in Revelations 18, 6, Alas, alas, the great, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, fine linen, purple, and scarlet, and decked with gold, and precious stones. Those precious stones are you. We are lively stones. We are stones that are a memorial to the power and resurrecting power and life of God. We are, you are a memorial unto God all by yourself. Everywhere you go, you are a memorial of the mercy and the grace of Jesus Christ. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Hey, when you go to the job, you are a sign. You are a memorial of the resurrecting power of God. When people see you, you are a testament. You are a testimony. You are a memorial of the
1: power of God.
0: I'm trying to, I am trying to skip through some of this, because this is really deep, actually. And I hope I'm not getting too deep this morning. <clears throat> Can I have just about like five minutes? I'm going to pull a Jeff Arnold. Can I have five minutes? He doesn't really mean it five minutes, but it gives people hope. Can I have a couple minutes? I got the mic. <laughs> I mean, have faith. she's already up here anyway. She's close. In our text, we read where the Lord tells Joshua to take out the 12 stones from the river Jordan to be a memorial of where and what God brought them from, out of, and where he's bringing them into or where he's taking them into the promised land. He said that will be a memorial forever. 12 stones. 12 is significant to the... uh, to Jews and to their culture because to our culture. Because 12 <clears throat> represents completion. It, it represents, it signifies perfection or uh, maturity. When, when something, when like fruit, when it's ripe, it's ready. Maturity, perfection, completion. When the time is right, that, that's, what it, that's what it means. When the time has come, that's the 12. And on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 verse 1. Next Sunday is Pentecost Sunday which we'll be celebrating. But when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Fully come. Completion. Penta meaning 50, 50 days after the Passover. When the day of Pentecost was fully come. Oh, man. They were all with one accord and in one place. The only way for the Pentecost to come, not just 50 days after the Passover, but to be fully come. Pentecost had come and come and come. But this time, Pentecost fully came. All right. All right. Oh. I'm fitting to priest now. <laughs> it fully came. Why? Because a few verses later, you know, the Holy Ghost fell and cloven tongues like as a fire on the day of Pentecost. And in verse number 14, but Peter standing up with the 11. There's a reason I believe it mentions the other 11. Because 12 signifies completion. The time had came. The time had come. And Peter, standing up with the 11, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. And he preaches the Acts 2.38 message. Repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you and to your children and to all those that are afar, off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call, and save yourself from this untoward generation. But it was because the day of Pentecost didn't just come. It had fully come there were 12 disciples, 12 stones that united together to preach one Lord, one faith, one baptism. You must be born again. It is the memorial day of the church. And that's shout material right there. The day of Pentecost fully came because all 12 stones uh-huh. preached in, in one Lord, one faith, one, one baptism. They were in one mind. They were in one accord. They were in one place. And the fullness of Pentecost can come to you. <laughs> you can experience the fullness of Of Pentecost, just like they did on the day of Pentecost. If you'll repent, get baptized in Jesus' name. All your sins are washed away. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Behold, all things are become new. You leave some things in the water, and you come out the other side, and you become the memorial. That when people ask, what meaneth these stones? Well, let me tell you. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I see. I once was walking in the wilderness of life, but God. But God. But God. We see that he brought me out of the miry clay. He brought me out of the wilderness. That's what he did. He set my feet on the... And I'm just a piece of the rock. But I'm on the rock. The rock of revelation of who Jesus is. The rock that he's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my all in all. <laughs> I'm having fun this morning. I don't know about y'all, but I hope I didn't lose you any times in this message. But I'm trying to make it as simplistic as I can. Pentecost uh, represents a memorial of what God can do, of how God can bring one out of the wilderness into His promise. He said, "For this promise, Peter preached on the day of Pentecost." He said, "Repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus." That's going through the river. You leave some things behind. He said, and you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. You come out in newness of life. And he said, for this promise. You see, they cross the River Jordan into the promised land. When we're baptized, <laughs> you are already, you don't know, you are already entering, entering into the promise. You see, you know what heaven is? Heaven really isn't the promise. The Holy Ghost is the promise. The heaven is the reward for I'm already walking in newness of life. I've already been resurrected when I came up out of the water. I was resurrected with Christ. Heaven is a reward for those that have followed the plan of salvation, that have repented, been baptized in Jesus' name. They were resurrected. They received the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Heaven is a reward for for us. Praise God. I'm closing. Unlike Brother Arnold, I did only go five minutes. Let's stand together. So back to the text. Four hundred years before Christ. Fourteen hundred, excuse me. Hey Joshua, what meaneth these stones? You look at these, this is Memorial Day. What well, what meaneth these stones? Well, let me tell you, you see, see this river, Jordan? Yeah, you, (laughs) you, you may not be able to see them, but I know the rocks that are under the water, You, you, you can't see them, but, but I know they're there. Hey, there's some stones that we buried under that river right there that represented a whole lot of bad stuff that God brought us out of. But we left it right there. You can't see it, but I know it's still there. You know what? You don't know what, what God has done in somebody's life. They know, they know those stones are there, but thank God nobody can see them. Thank God they're still under the blood. They're, they're still under the water. Well, well, well what mean that these twelve stones over here? Oh this these twelve are these are good ones. <laughs> we, we put some bad ones over there that represented our past. We gonna leave it there. Let bygones be. Forgetting those things which are behind. We press, we reach forward. You already quoted it. But let me tell you about these twelve. These twelve stones right here, they, they represent <laughs> completion. They represent we were in the wilderness. We were on the other side. We were in bondage, but God brought us into the promised land. The, the, these 12, we celebrate the goodness of God. You know what Pentecost is? It's celebrating the goodness and the mercy of Jesus Christ. <laughs> when the day of Pentecost was fully come, not just come, it was fully come. It came every year, every 50 years, 50 days after the Passover. It had always come. Am I right? <laughs> You have a Passover, 50 days later, there's Pentecost. But this time it fully came. <laughs> and there were 12 stones. Peter and the 11 who stood up and preached repentance. <laughs> Leave some things on the other side. Baptism in Jesus' name. Leave some things in the water. Put your past out there. Be baptized in Jesus' name. Let all your sins be washed away. Oh, but also the promise. They entered into the promised land of things and stuff. We enter into the promise of a relationship with the King of kings and Lord of lords. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Has Pentecost fully come to you? You see, uh, we're already, for many I hope all of it, everyone here today, I don't know I don't, I don't know your relationship, I don't know your past I don't know if you've lived for God five minutes or five years or 50 years I, I, But I'm thankful Pentecost, Pentecost has fully come to me I was baptized <laughs> I repented, I still repent I still pray through I still speak in tongues I'm still thankful for receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost over and over and over and over and over again. What am I doing? I'm taking a little trip around those 12 stones. I've got a memorial. I've got a relationship with Christ. I've entered into the promise. That's a, why wait to shout over there? You can shout right now. You are already experiencing the promise. Dad, what meaneth these stones? Hey, Grandpa? I'm one of those now. (laughs) Grandpa? What's this thing about the holy? Brother Monks, hey, Grandpa? What's this this stuff you call the Holy Ghost? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) Let me tell you about the goodness of God. Hey, Grandma, what's all this about? Holiness and living for God and baptism. What's all this stuff? Hey, let me tell you, I'm a memorial. I'm a lively stone. We should worship as lively stones. Let me just throw that in Uh there. You are. We are the memorial. Because you've received. Uh And if you haven't, you can Still, receive the promise of the Holy Ghost. Hey, you may have social distancing from people, but you don't want to social distance yourself from God. You can receive the blessing, the Holy Ghost. I may want to keep some people at arms or maybe even further. But I want, I, I'm going to wrap myself in him. I'm going to wrap myself in the promise. This make a sense to anybody this morning? Anyone thankful for the promise of the Holy Ghost? Anyone thankful that you are a memorial of the goodness and the mercy of God? What meaneth these stones? Let me tell you. These are they that have come out of great... Oh. these are they that have come out of great tribulation. These are the stones. These are the living stones. These are precious. The elect. Do you know who you are? You are a chosen people. A royal priesthood. Oh yeah, get ready. Who should show forth the praises of Him who called us out of darkness into marvelous light? I'm a lively stone. I'm a memorial of the mercy, the goodness, the grace of God. If you're not a lively stone, can I tell you, you can become a lively stone this morning. And if you are a lively stone, you can go ahead and give God praise for being a lively stone. Why don't you do that right now? Why don't we take a moment to just spend a few minutes this morning praising and worshiping, magnifying, thanking the Lord today? Come on, let's love Him, let's praise Him, let's worship.
1: So if I shall.
0: To them out there the thing is is they're the ones that are crazy because they just don't know they just see the stones and have no understanding it might look crazy but there's a reason why I shout there's a reason why I sing if I'm running, it's running from a past and I'm running into the arms of a loving Savior my past erased my name he changed, I'll testify My name you changed, I'll testify. Let all the memorial stones here today sing it together.
1: My past erased, my name you changed, I'll testify. Yes. Oh yeah,
0: we'll testify the goodness.
1: My past erased, my name you changed, I'll testify. One more time. Everyone together. Oh, my, my past, past erased. erased.
0: My, name my name you changed. changed. I'll testify. Oh, let's thank Hallelujah. the Lord right now. Let's give Him praise one more time. Hallelujah. God, and many, many years ago, matter of fact, it would have been 1993, I think, Hallelujah. I was in a college class in geography, we were looking at maps, and God just kind of opened up my understanding, the River Jordan runs from north to south, and it flows into the Dead Sea where nothing can live. My past has been erased.
1: Yes, Amen. My past has flowed into
0: that sea of forgetfulness. Yes, the dead amen. sea, where the stones are under the blood. My sins are under the blood. And I choose to leave them right there. Amen. And to be a lively stone and a memorial unto him who called me out of darkness, Sister Ruthie, into his marvelous light. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God amen please remember service tonight so good to see everyone here god bless you this morning good to have every one of you here today amen tonight six o'clock god bless you in jesus name